Hello, everybody, and welcome to In My Opinion, The Good Fight Podcast. This one covering Season 4, Episode 5, titled The Gang Goes to War. I'm the host, Mike Marbeck, and today I'm joined by Tia Kim. Hello. King Cobb. Hello. And back with us, Jack O'Keefe. Hello. Hello, everybody. All right, so we're just going to dive right in. Season 4, Episode 5, I want to hear some first impressions. Actually, let's take it back a little bit. Jack, you missed a couple episodes. I want mm-hmm. to give you an opportunity to say anything about anything that you missed, if you have anything. Right. I don't know if I have anything to say as much as questions. I haven't gotten a chance to listen to the podcasts that have been recorded in the interim. Uh, but I think what I'll gather uh, from this conversation is I'm just curious as to what the vibe is on Caleb, because mm. I forgot completely for i remembered that that actor was in this season <laughs> i completely forgot what role he played in mm. the season at large uh and I, I like him in this role i i think he's um he is kind of a manic pixie dream boy <laughs> kind of. yeah uh he is definitely like if you went on tumblr in 2014 and like pulled a dream man out it would be this character <laughs> Uh, except more violent, which is what the show Hannibal is for, also starring Hugh Dancy. Mm. Uh, Yeah, I'm curious, but I I think we'll get into it once we talk about this uh, military trial. Okay. All right. Then, uh, yeah, to you. And Keen, Keen, Keen's thoughts on, he missed the last episode, too. The last one? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, fine. Keen? (laughs) (laughs) I want to know. I was, I was, I was just fine just hanging out, uh, but since, since I've been pressed, um, I, 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 I had this thought because I had a kind of like power hour through the last four episodes. Uh, I've been really mm-hmm. busy this last few days. So probably like before I started even episode three, I was like, this doesn't feel, even though I'm like, I consider myself an expert in the verse, or at least this half of the verse all of a sudden. Mm. But it didn't have the same feel as the previous uh, seasons. Yeah. And then that beautiful, beautiful episode four just showed up. And I'm like, <laughs> all right. Yeah. I think King Kai's back on the wagon. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that the 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 audacity of all of that. Um, and to, to answer uh, Jack's question a bit, uh, I don't know what to make of him just yet. Um, mm-hmm. I got a feeling he's about to hurt uh, Marissa. I got a feeling that's coming. Uh, even though we've got one episode left, so I might be wrong. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's like you said, he's like that perfect. I call him Jeremy Renner hot, whereas though <laughs> in his face, not a, he's not super good looking, but he isn't ugly. And if you have a little bit of like uh, panache and a little bit of a uh, little bit of personality to go along with that, he's a dreamboat. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a package. Um, yeah, Keen, I'm glad that I was forced to uh, hear your thoughts on the previous mm-hmm. episodes because you bring up a good point. Uh, I kind of felt the same way about the the episodes. Uh, the first three, it didn't even like the the filming at times didn't quite feel the same. The lighting was off. Yeah, like, something. Mm-hmm. It was a little different. There's one scene, there's one scene in I think episode for an episode that we're about to start talking about um, where it. <laughs> they were in the office talking about like the case or whatever, but like they didn't have the light on. 
it was just <laughs> the fucking the, the neon lights from the signs and then the mm-hmm. bat it's just like i'm just halfway expecting batman to swing through and like break <laughs> someone's shoulder like it was very moody and like red skies i'm like all right mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. that that's probably where i was kind of kind of like falling off but then I got back in, like I said, with the play episode. So yeah, yeah, four, five, and six really feel the good fight to me. Uh, one, two, and three a little weird. A little I, I do want to speak real quick to the play episode in that I I think it helped me realize that the thing I loved about all of these the the King's verse of shows is that they are written by my favorite kind of writers, which are theater people that love theater so much that they hate it. that is what i need from people that are creating the art i consume yeah all right uh let's get into this with uh season four episode five now first impressions jack uh good episode a classic court episode which i feel like are far and few between in uh the good fight i mean certainly as much as compared to the good wife which truly was you know courtroom a week for the most part uh, but back in a court, back in a military court uh, yeah. with that recurring judge uh, that I like very mm-hmm. dearly. And I think a good show and an interesting showcase for both Caleb as like a new character that's starting to get a little more involved in uh, both the firm uh, and in Liz Reddick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, and for Liz as a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always love seeing uh, Liz Reddick in front of a court, and I love seeing her when, like, again, Liz Reddick is someone who, when we first met her, was someone who was like, "All right, I am going to locate where the power is, and I'm going to put myself there." Yeah. Uh, and so I always like watching her need to find new footing. Uh, it's always a very interesting. Oh, sorry about my phone. Interesting mm-hmm. position to see Liz put in. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. All right, military America <laughs> murdering babies. Uh, yeah. yeah, that, uh, yeah, I, it, I, I'm, you know, if they can highlight even more how messed up that stuff is, you know, cool. <laughs> but yeah, so it was interesting. I know, was it Kuhn or Kun, Judge Kuhn? I know she yeah. was uh, in the good fight or in the good wife. So, um, I liked her surprisingly. Uh, and then I guess other thoughts is, you know, they had to find a way to get Caleb in the courtroom. You know, it's like, okay, he's down here, but let's, let's highlight him, even though he just showed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marissa had to wait like a whole season to get a promotion. <laughs> Caleb, he's in two episodes, he's leading the case. Yeah. Uh, and then also they had to find a way to put him and Liz together again. Yeah. Uh, uh, love, love, love that Julian finally went off. I love that his play person showed <laughs> mm-hmm. up again because I thought that was a one-time thing, but he's like, oh no, I'm back for episode five. Hello. Uh, so yeah, it was it was good. I did not, I don't like this whole thing between Caleb and Liz talking about some experiment, experimentation. <laughs> Girl, mm-hmm. you should not be in anybody's experimentation. <laughs> I don't know why she's leaning into that. That's not, that's not as cute as she thinks it is, but you know, whatever. She's having fun. She's having fun. Um, oh, and shout out Keen. I mentioned you in the uh, the last episode because Judge Charlotte and Adrian went out on a date and it was not <laughs> in the bedroom and I thought of you and I said something about that. <laughs> okay, that's that's all my thoughts. All right, Keen. 
Uh, <laughs> since since I'm being talked about when I'm not here, I feel like I have to defend myself. Um, no, I mean, I, I enjoyed the show. This, this gave me heavy Law & Order vibes. Uh, growing up, I loved Law & Order. Just seeing the, the pacing of it, the back and forth of... Um, the pacing of it going back and forth uh like i love when it when it switches between cases which is really yeah. cool mm-hmm. and the fact that like in this one julius is kind of like recapturing his essence uh and like one of the lines that uh the the play judge says or play julius is like um you're a you, wait what do you say you're a um conservative black judge with morals no i don't see that one around here something like that mm-hmm. and he, he just had to really think about it, like shit i said i was going to do all these things and at the first chance i buckle and yeah. even being like a religious man like not even a republican because he's not they're not even mentioning that right now they keep saying conservative which i like this i like this this season where it's like they're going deeper than just party lines which is cool i, I like that mm-hmm. um i did it i did enjoy the the judge it was judge coon she's cool because if you play it, if you play it the same way, if you give me a fair chance, cool. If you want me to follow what you need me to follow, let me know what it is. I hate when people give you a direction, but not really. Like they give you like right. a half-assed direction and then piss off at yes. you. I don't know. I don't know what you want from me. But she's like, yeah. look, do this, do that, do that. Cool. And they followed it. Like that little uh, back and forth when um when he when Caleb asked, I think I should do this because I know like the the terminology if he'd have just said that she might have said yeah sure go ahead do it but no no i got this you think because my woman uh, i'm my yeah go ahead you got it so um overall i, I did enjoy the the episode cool. yeah i agree with all that stuff uh really good episode uh, i love the the courtroom uh the longer courtroom ones and specifically i've always enjoyed the military ones that they do um uh, partly due to judge coon almost always being that that person. I was surprised we didn't see the the one guy uh, who's yeah, always Yeah, the lawyer who they're always paired with, yeah. Yeah, uh, another Galaxy Quest person. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it's another ripped from the headlines kind of thing because this shit yeah. happened. This was, what's his name, Eddie Gallagher uh, that, that did oh, yeah. some of these things. Uh, Trump pardoned him, it, like even down to the tweets. This happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's pretty, pretty fucked up. Um, and I am, I said this on previous episodes, I'm all in on memo 618. <laughs> uh, I love that storyline. I'm annoyed if it's COVID that played a part in shortening the season, because I, w- I would have wanted a little bit more to see what, see what happens. But again, if COVID shut down production on the show, depending on how things ended, or if it was regular meant to be seven episodes, I just, I just want more. It more was COVID. It. Was Spoilers, it COVID? It was COVID. <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so if COVID, it, <clears throat> since COVID shut this down, we have one episode left after we record this uh, episode six. I can't imagine <laughs> what, how shit, how they, how they end things. Like if they knew, or if it's just like a, uh, it just ends. I'm just very curious. So, and we'll be on it very soon. All right, so let's start with the military trial. Dia. Yeah, it's. They were trying to make it like Top Gun, but it wasn't. Having Caleb show up <laughs> with them shades on. No better than that. Uh, and then it was it was so like, for some reason, I thought he had more. There, I thought there was more to his relationship with Lainey. You yeah. know, just because mm-hmm. he, he comes in 
all secretive. And then Lainey looks at him from the stand and then the other two folks look back like, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> oh no. And he, yeah. And he's just, he's just there chilling. Um, yeah. Also thought it was, uh, this kind is, is still a part of the trial, but not really. But when, uh, <laughs> when Caleb goes back to work and he's like, I need a month off to defend my friend. <laughs> it's like, you work at a firm. Like maybe ask somebody before you quit your job. Like it was uh-huh. like overly dramatic. Like I know he's looking up this, but I think him and Marissa are meant to be with the dramatics. I need a month off to defend someone as a lawyer. Dude, <laughs> not only are you a lawyer, but you got benefits as a spy lawyer. So <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, that's my rant. I'll only pause and I want to definitely hear what y'all think. <laughs> Sure. He is also, I think the month long thing it, it has to do with the fact that he is, I mean, I don't know what the salaries are at STR Lord, but they got to be wild. You well, know, they, same, he so quoted it. Uh, I'm sorry, he quoted, he said, uh, I think the episode beforehand, he told Luca, like, yeah, if you go down there, you'd be paid 850 an hour. And I'm just, and like, I was like, hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> You're telling me after one week of work, mm-hmm. I've made more in that week than I've ever made in any of my fiscal years. What? Right. <laughs> yeah. 34,000 for one work week. $34,000. Insanity. Yeah, you mean I could I could pay my rent and then some and then some in an hour. In an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, double uh, and then some. But like uh I mean Bianca uh, when she was talking with Luca in past episodes who was like, "Why don't you just take a week off?" Just come on, what are you doing? And she's like, yeah, yeah work. I kind of feel like for the the hyper of the hyper wealthies, like that's they can just take a month off. They want to take yeah. a month off, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's something that I, I think could could get explored uh, in the future uh, with uh, him and Liz, because while while Liz has all Liz comes from a very notable name, but it's not like a money name. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not not no. in the same way that it's like, oh, you know the New York Rockefeller? Not the New York Rockefeller, <laughs> you know the Rockefellers are. But you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there's New York Rockefellers. Um, <laughs> yeah, one of the things I really enjoyed in this uh, is when he asserts the fifth, uh, this, mm-hmm. um, I can't remember his name here, not DeMarcus, but the... Uh, the war criminal, <laughs> when the war criminal uh, <laughs> asserts the uh, the fifth Fifth Amendment, and you know, in on the grounds that I may incriminate myself, kind of thing, uh, they ask the questions anyway, um, and then the other lawyer gets up and starts asking wild questions, like, "Oh, yeah, you can ask, you can pretty much ask anything; it doesn't mean anything." But then when he's pardoned, uh, and I think it was either on this podcast or another podcast, we talked about mm-hmm. the uh, the pardoning power of the president. When when you do that. Oh, I think it was in a study hall. Um, when you, when the president pardoned you, you waive your Fifth Amendment rights. Uh, so this was a topic a lot over the last couple of years because of how many criminals were in Trump's orbit. Uh, so mm-hmm. Roger, Roger Stone, Steve Bannon, like all these people that got uh, pardons are still, it's still possible that they can be held uh, responsible or at the very least called as witnesses to other crimes because they don't have that protection anymore. So when they mm-hmm. had that moment, it was like Superman uh, when he comes out of the, uh, in Superman two, when he comes out of the um, fortress of solitude and he has his powers back and then he's crushes Zod's, Zod's hand. Uh, that was what basically what the judge did 
to the war criminal on the stand. He's like, I actually, you, you got to answer. <laughs> you have to answer. And then like everything just kind of crumbled for him there. Just really enjoyed seeing, I guess I just really enjoyed seeing a war criminal face some consequences. <laughs> he I love answered that. You can right. do that in fantasy shows, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> King? I was just going to say, uh, yeah, I love seeing how how defiant and boisterous he was. I'm pleading the fifth. Kind of looking mm-hmm. for his friends like, hey, yeah. And then when she was just like, <laughs> no. And she was like, huh? I got to. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, uh, I may have. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And at one point he was even like, hey, Let's. I'll save you all some time for this question and all future questions. I plead the fifth. And th- his lawyer even tried. He's like, "Hey, he's going to plead the fifth. Let's just get him off the stand." And then this is like, oh, whoa, whoa, we can still ask the questions though." Uh, Meyer, that was yeah. his his name. Yeah, he was like, "Let's have fun with this." And mm-hmm. started asking all the weird questions. Yeah, it was very, uh, very Dave Chappelle. I was waiting for. And be like, I plead the fizz <laughs> and, and just jumping all on the stand. Uh, but yeah, that was that was so rude. When he's like, Oh, uh, are you an alien sun god? Did you kill unicorn? Especially knowing the truth, like knowing mm-hmm. this guy was super mm-hmm. evil and horrible and killed so many innocent people. And it's like, ha ha ha, let's poke fun. <laughs> and I don't know, just some people just have no shame the the guy had a jar of teeth mm-hmm. yeah you had a jar like what normal person who isn't guilty of the shit they're being accused of just has a jar of teeth because yeah I, it, uh. <laughs> I, yeah. yeah i think it, yeah between the military and you know police corruption and you know george washington was crazy everybody mm-hmm. i just don't trust like just get me out of here like yeah. going back into quarantine. <clears throat> I think it's the wild thing about the military is that you are already predominantly targeting the most deranged demographic of the most yes. deranged country <laughs> and then stripping them yes. of any remaining humanity that they were allowed to keep. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Yeah. Um, couple quick things about this uh, thread after he gets pardoned the witnesses that they had and the witnesses were like yeah dude is fucked up in the head yeah. he is yeah. evil he's such a scumbag i watched him kill a kid and then uh he gets pardoned and they're like Zzz, because yeah. if he's pardoned he's gonna retain his he could retain his uh, authority over them for right. could be several years uh and <laughs> it's not like this dude's gonna like you know, let's put the past behind us. He's not that kind of, right. kind of guy. Uh, so yeah. needs more yeah. teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so he looks so young too to be right in a supervisory position. Like he looked like he could be like an extra on. I don't know. Yeah, they probably gave, give him freaks and geeks. They probably gave him time served for JROTC or some shit. Yeah, they, they just yeah. Uh, promoted it. He got a a glow up from the yeah. real life version. <laughs> Because the real life version looks like a war criminal. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> he does. <laughs> what? He does. Like, he just looks like he, you know, uh, book by its cover, he looks like he did the shit he's accused of. Uh, uh, yeah, and, he does. And, yeah. And of course, there are plenty of witnesses in his, under his command that came out against him. Uh, unlike in this show, they were kind of scared to testify. They testified against this. And the dude, uh, Eddie Gallagher, he was removed. 
uh, from his rank and it's stripped of it. Uh, so yikes. Um, he, lo- he looks like a dude that Lana Del Rey would write a song about. <laughs> that one might have just right. been for me, and that's okay. <laughs> now, I see him. Uh, yeah, he's 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 a little thick, a little thick in the face. Like, yeah, yeah, you know what? Yeah. I, I can know. only imagine the bumper stickers this dude has on his car. <laughs> um, yeah, so they, uh, they being Liz and uh, Caleb, they do it again. So, wait, can you be more? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> they had sex. Uh, the great oh, they, experiment they, I, continues. I, <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, did they? I forgot if they showed it this time. They showed no, him in bed. There was okay. There was. I know they've yeah. been avoiding that. Yeah. I don't know. No comment. <laughs> yeah. Keen comment. Uh, I'm very, very surprised. I thought he would be all about Liz getting her groove back. <laughs> I really thought she'd be cool with it because she loved. Because Tia, the first <laughs> one to tell you that uh, Adrian trying to find love on, out in the streets. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Even though we kept t- trying to tell her it's not it's not what you think it is, she wasn't gonna listen. Uh, I'm just I'm 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 just saying I'm surprised by that. I thought you'd be all about it. I'm not a I'm not a fan of Caleb. It, I, mm-hmm. You know what? The feelings I have about Caleb and Liz hooking up are similar to how I felt about Luca and Colin hooking up. Mm-hmm. I just like I'm like you can do better. They're both you, scrubs. You just don't, don't like you don't and you like don't want seeing- no scrubs. You don't like seeing black women getting written to a point where they are then paired with porcelain stick bugs. If you, <laughs> <laughs> you know, what, I don't, it, it is a pattern. It is. It is totally. And I don't discriminate because, you know, if, if they were coming with some, if they were bringing <laughs> something to the table, you know what I mean? Right. Judge Hazelwood is bringing something yes. to the table. But call, call, what do we say about Colin? Remember how weird he was at the party? And what was the thing you said, Keen? It was either Keen or Jack. You said like that thing that happens like once they slept together, he like became a nerd or he became like mm-hmm. really weird and um, you know just inept or whatever. And then the same with Caleb. I'm just like, I don't what. And she was peer pressured by the play version of herself. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, just, that was a lot. That I mean, quick question because I'm not sure. That's not how Audrey McDonald like performs, right? Like, she doesn't just. <laughs> I mean, I got no problem with her. Like, I hope she can just belt it out. But the way that was kind of, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. So I will <laughs> say in, in that interview I sent y'all uh, from the creators of The Good Fight, who both talked about how they did not like the actual play, Slave Play, that yeah, that play is based on. <laughs> uh, it, they referred to that play as having felt like it was directed as like a Carol Burnett episode. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. part of why they didn't like it is that it was like over the top, broad and like comedic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think the performance is absolutely them trying to do exactly that. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Again, theater people who hate theater. <laughs> That's what that is. That's what Jack wants. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's hit. Uh, let's hit Bianca and Luca. Oh boy. Uh, that the mustard dress. Are you going to say? I, okay, I, go ahead, Keen. Sorry. <laughs> no, I, I was going to say I enjoyed the writing. Of, of that of that part of the story uh the carnival line about if someone gives you money to go to the carnival do you bring back the prizes that you won no those are your prizes you keep it um and the fact that they at the very end that she gave her the gift of the the big bear and the goldfish it's basically like hey we're friends this is cute 
I like you a lot. You're 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 my buddy, my pal. Um, and what was also cool is how they blanked out the names yeah. of the ver- the other women, which is really like, yeah, we're super fucking famous. We don't need you to know who we are. <laughs> Just hang out. This is what we do. Yeah. So that was cool. Yeah. Um, I thought Keen was going to mention this a second ago. So uh, I I loved Luca's mustard dress that she wore on the jet plane. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I. At first, I I know earlier I was like Bianca needy, (laughs) but I am starting, especially, you know, I I watched the, you know, episode six. uh, And so I won't say anything on that, but I will say that what I appreciate about Bianca and Luca's relationship now is that um, Luca has someone kind of taking care of her. Like Mm -hmm. usually what we've seen on The Good Fight is she's been in these relationships where she's the one who's like fixing things. Um, You know, she had to kind of take care of Maya, kind of take care of Marissa, kind of be that person who is like mature and uh, kind of stepping into that leadership role. And so it's kind of cool that she's, yeah, in a situation where it's like, oh, no, I got it. I want to help you out. So I like that. I also love that all of the sisters on the island were (laughs) nice and brown. You know, that's all another thing, you know, it was like, there's this thing about like racially ambiguous or, you know, sure. light skinned mm-hmm. women. So I was like, wow, look at him go. <laughs> I was like, look at all that melanin. I appreciate <laughs> it uh, as, you know, uh, a cinnamon lady myself. So uh, yeah, I thought it was great. And uh, it's funny. I loved how she tried to lose. Uh, and even when she tried to lose and just started to fold, it just was not happening. Mm-hmm. She got like full house. She got like threes. Uh, three kings, three jacks, all of that. So mm-hmm. I, uh, it, that that part was really fun to watch. So yeah, I I'm not mad at the Bianca and Luca relationship. I love it. Sure. It's, I think it's very interesting. I hadn't considered that aspect of the Bianca Luca relationship of like the caretaking as having been so different. But it is like yeah, because same thing with her brother, or her oh, yeah. know, child, and. Colin she's very much the adult in that relationship uh but that also I kind of maybe hints as to why there's some like discomfort from Luca I think I had attributed a lot of that to money because I mean when we first meet Luca in the good wife like she's working bond court like she is not living a high life at all but I think there might be part of it that she just doesn't know how to be taken care of without feeling like such guilt over it yeah, you know, or to like be given money and comfort and safety and all the stuff that comes with that without feeling bad about it. Uh, that's very interesting. I, th- I think sort of deepens that relationship for me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and she ends up winning a big time. A lot. She ends up winning <laughs> $1.5 million. Like, damn. Yeah. And then she's faced with the dilemma of keeping it giving it back and Bianca's like, all right, pay me back my original 50 thou, but the rest, that's yours. Mm-hmm. And she talks yeah. about Mar- about it with Marissa, uh, <clears throat> lying about the amounts. I think she says like 1500 bucks. And uh, Marissa, even with that amount, Marissa's like, no, just get a gift or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she leaves a gift on the private jets of a teddy bear and a fish and bianca is so happy Mm -hmm. so so happy (laughs) yeah didn't take did not take much (laughs) 
no. <laughs> given no. all that she has. No. Yeah. She basically gave her two things she could get at a carnival with eight bucks. <laughs> Uh, of yeah. throwing throwing the ring, throwing the rings or uh, shooting the water in the clown's mouth, um, but Bianca was happy with it. All right, um, what else? Uh, anything else in this thread? Keen, oh. I don't want to forget about you. I know Keen. I, can Keen come back? <laughs> <laughs> there he is. Yeah, yeah. I'm really here. <laughs> I missed him. Yeah, I was gonna say the um the only other thing is Luca mentioned the lawyer's dilemma. And I was like, isn't that every working adult's dilemma? She was like, mm -hmm. family, friends, fitness, sleep, work. And I was like, Yeah, me too, <laughs> as a yeah. non-lawyer. Um, but yeah, I thought that was interesting. You can only pick three. Yeah. You must choose three. Choose wisely. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move into memo 618, which involves Diane a little bit here and there, um, but a lot of Julius, oh, uh, yeah. which I, like I said, and I'll say, <clears throat> say again, loves the, love this, the, uh, the memo 618 thread. Uh, and I love this turn from, from Julius, mm -hmm. uh, oh, seeing yeah. him just really take charge after seeing him so beat down by what he felt was so much pressure to just because he's he didn't want he, you know he doesn't want to drive an uber i guess um nothing wrong with that um, but julie's doesn't want to do it and uh yeah he just felt pressured to follow whatever the hell this creepy ass guy is is saying um <laughs> but it's him visiting julius that actually pushes him over the edge to to mm -hmm. start doing the right things why do you I, think I love that happened Oh, no, I, it's more of a question. Why do you think that that was the thing? Like having the guy show up because it's like people, he's been threatened kind of with the, the ride out into the country. He got mm -hmm. the memo, but this guy just being like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> do this. Like, why do you think that he was just like, enough? Uh, for me, I feel like it's the first tangible, visible representation of someone mm -hmm. behind memo 618. Uh, and this person is in his office, unannounced, going through his things and basically telling him what to do and saying, OK, keep doing what you're doing and we will we will take care of you and keep doing what you're doing is our bidding <laughs> and not what you actually want to be a judge for. Uh, and yeah. everything that goes against, you know, what we've been talking about on the show about Julius being a judge. Yeah, he's, he's going to he's going to do it right. Yeah, it's interesting that when the guy showed up at Kurt's place, <clears throat> that shut Diane down to the point mm -hmm. where she's staring at this bird. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then, <laughs> but when he showed up at Julius, Julius was like, oh, hails to the nah. So I think it's mm -hmm. interesting that both of those visitations had totally different impacts or you know, results. Yeah, I mean, it pushed Julius over the edge, which then pushed Diane back onto or off I'll, the edge also. <laughs> I'll, Again. I'll say this. I, I think I think it shows just in in the line Liz used uh, once once swatted twice worried or some shit. <laughs> so <laughs> it was, once swatted twice know. shy. <laughs> yeah, it is. yeah, I like I like Keen's version. <laughs> once swatted twice worried. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think I think that's what it is. It's just like uh, he, mind you, I think I think the whole ride out to the country. 
that was kind of really big for the first warning. So that was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is basically kind of their version of evil incarnate this season. This season with like one episode left. Um, yeah. So, I mean, the visitor is hella creepy and he's mm-hmm. a perfect kind of dude, a pasty white dude with no <laughs> defining features. Porcelain stick bug. Another one. Yeah. <laughs> well, Another I'll say one. this. I'll, de- I'll defend Caleb. He's purposely trying to grow that beard out to have some type of feature, to have mm-hmm. something to uh, to call back to. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'll say this: after we're done with this season, I do not want to hear about the three letter letters, the three numbers six one eight, because they've been saying this shit so damn much. It's getting to the point where it's like almost annoying. Like, I'm not even gonna lie to you. I'm glad I didn't realize that was two days ago, because. If I'd watched this and then thought about it being June 18th, two days ago, I'd have been, I'd have been very upset all fucking day. Uh, <laughs> just a lot, a lot to go through. <laughs> yep. Okay. Me, I'm mad I wasn't here. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm mad I wasn't here to talk about uh, Kurt. Um, oh. and him just being him, just being like, yeah, uh, your name? Who are you? I don't know who you are. Get the fuck out of my office. Like, just Gra- basically my grabs him by the ear and throws him out. Jazzy uh, Jackson. Answer my fucking question. Yeah. <laughs> ah! <laughs> mm-hmm. um, what else is going on in this one? Yeah, I mean, he, he Julius pulls out the uh, chess, chess clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, and anybody that is coming in that has power behind them, he is he is taking down. Uh, you had the Weinstein lawyer from Diane's alternate reality in this episode, too. And she goes on to this whole big thing at the beginning of the episode saying, like, they're drawing us out. They're trying to trying to um, starve us uh, to mm-hmm. to waste money. Uh, and it, we're just not going to be able to fight. And I thought right then and there, Julius is going to have that moment, that kind of change of heart. And he's like, continue as granted. <laughs> you know, and it's like, oh, what are you doing? Why would you do that? But then they go back and he's like, let me guess. You're going to say this, that and the other thing. I'll save you some time. Continuance denied. Uh, and then they're just like, uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, what exactly don't you get? Yeah, fucked. Uh, what else is going on here? Oh, the guy who, uh, oh, your client couldn't make it today. What was, why, why couldn't he make it? Oh, he's, he's doing the opening bell on Wall Street. Oh, what a shame. Well, this is the bell. <laughs> the bell is rung for your client. Right. You're done. You're finished. I love that it feels like the origin story of all the many, many judges that we've met over the course of the good verse mm. and like all their little quirks. And it's like, oh, here's how they got that quirk. Someone pushed them too hard. They were fed <laughs> yeah. up in yeah. court. Mm-hmm. So they went and bought a little prop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Julius is definitely going to bring back that uh, chess clock. Not a bad idea yeah. either. Yeah. Very uh, Queen's Gambit. Mm-hmm. And I got a mini crossover moment with that. I was like, yeah. I know what that is. <laughs> <That's awesome>. and <laughs> then you, <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were frozen there for a second. No. Just done. <laughs> I'm just, I just know what the, now I'm familiar with the chess clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, goodness. Yeah. And good. I was, are we considering Diane drawing dots as yeah. part of the 618? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's drawn dots. The, the Weinstein lawyer seems a lot nicer in the not dream. Yeah. Than yeah. Uh, in this. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, thank God they did right, right by Annalie Ashford, <laughs> who is in their other show, Evil, as a demon. 
God, mm. thank God they let her be nice in one thing on CBS, mm. even yeah. if you needed all access to see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Premiering this yeah. week or next week? This week. Uh, just season two just premiered uh, this morning. Oh, oh this shit. Morning. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, and I, I think the drawing dots is a very effective, uh, if very light. You know, we, we don't spend a lot of time with it in the episode, but I, I think a good physicalization of where Diane is right now, and I yeah. think where a lot of people answer with when they're confronted with the injustices of the world and the fact that their contributions don't aren't going to be able to do that much to fix it. It feels yeah. like mm-hmm. it's just yeah. Well, if I can't make the world any better, and I don't want to pay attention to it or be part of it i guess i can just sit here draw dots and just like cruise control through life Mm -hmm. until i'm in a coffin eventually yeah oh damn jack so (laughs) so quick 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 question uh does she not take notes at all because i (laughs) look like a deposition that looked like something she should have paid attention to and she's up there like circle 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 i mean yeah. As a kid who got in trouble a lot for, for doodling, <laughs> right. uh, I think every artist got bored in school and was like, all right, let me just draw something mm-hmm. or whatever. So, I mean, I appreciate that, but um, yeah, I'm not a lawyer, never been one on TV, but <laughs> you got to you gotta take notes. Uh, but Keith, I, I mean, hmm? weren't, you, weren't you, you were, you had something to do with the law before, right? I mean, I, I don't like to talk about it, but I was voted best male advocate for teen court. I, I didn't want to bring it up, but I have to, I, I kind of do know that you, I'll say this, I'll say this, um, real quick, real, tan, real quick tangent. Uh, teen court is the reason why I'm an improviser because yeah, all right. I would write all my notes out. I'll write all my notes out. Uh, my first year doing it. Second year, I got, I got lazy, didn't want to do it. So I'll just start like, memor- not memorizing, sorry literally thinking of the question on at like while I'm doing my questioning during direct or, or cross-examination and uh I'd start holding on to it I would do a whole opening direct uh uh cross and um closing statements no notes and my teacher would get get, get mad at me for it for it but I usually would uh get my get the case to in my in my um I'm all over the place Get my case decided <laughs> in my in my decision. Well, that's the uh, lawyer. She's congrats. getting up there. She's she's zip zap zapping the jury. <laughs> yes, handing the defense. Yeah. You know, uh, and that's how I, she gets yeah. the, that SRT money. Mm-hmm. I would also want to say that uh, drawing dots is an extreme oversimplification of what this woman is is doing <laughs> because yeah. the yeah it art. is. It is beautiful. <laughs> like I cannot mm-hmm. do that. I can draw a dot. I can't draw that many dots in the configurations in which she was doing them. Like it was, yes. it was, it was pretty, pretty nice to look at. Yeah, well, yeah, it's like the ten thousand, the ten thousand hours thing. You know, you draw ten thousand <laughs> yeah, dots normally. <laughs> Eventually, if you just keep drawing dots, yeah. she was at, she was what, one million? Yeah. Not, not, yeah. not gonna lie to you guys. Uh, I work in a call center. I might start trying that pretty soon. Just drawing dots. <laughs> Because I know my script pretty damn well by now, so I don't know. <laughs> I might I might have some artwork in another week or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that pushes, after Julius does that one uh, with the Weinstein lawyer, because Diane goes to court with her uh, and grants the, uh, denies injunction. the continuance and grants the injunction, 
Yeah. Uh, she's like, what? And <laughs> goes back to the back, back to Julia's chambers and is like, I think we should have lunch and discuss right. notes, compare notes on memo six eighteen. And yeah. they uh and there we have it. Yeah. Any stray thoughts throughout the episode? No, I just I, I just love Julius's energy and just mm-hmm. how it wasn't even that he changed his stance and was like enough. He all of a sudden just kind of I felt like he was, you know, kind of like dribbling all the way down the court for a fast break mm-hmm. as he went from motion to motion. Yeah. The old and rocket ducket. <laughs> he was like, because he was like, next class, like next court. Uh, what is it? Next, next case, next case. <laughs> Let's go, people. And mm-hmm. continuous night, that continuous night. Yeah. He was just like, boom, boom. All right. And he, it's almost seemed like he was having fun, you know? I yeah. saw some joy. I saw some joy in his face. So yeah, he was he it. was doing his doing his job the way he wanted to do it, and with the purpose of specifically fucking over the people trying to control him. Yeah. So that's a good time for me. Not bad at all. All right. Uh, Anything else? Oh, two things. Yes. One, Tia, I know you watch basketball. That's enough. Uh, (laughs) Two, I I love seeing Luca forced to being a regular person. Like yeah, whenever right. she has to be friendly or be 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 anywhere like not being a lawyer, and we don't see her be a mother. Like I'm not saying that's that sounded weird. I'm saying like we don't they don't show her being a mother like in this season. Um, yeah. So to see her nervously be like a rant, mind you, in that same position, I'd be nervous too if it's like on the level that they're putting these like other women on. Um, which is great to see, but yeah, her trying to learn how to be friendly which was kind of cool too and the fact like yeah I, I don't play poker that often but when you when when it's your night it's your night and you yeah. gotta ride that hot hand and she was trying yeah. her hardest to fucking lose <laughs> <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's good all right well then uh oh let's... i have a thought yeah the judge <laughs> the judge the moment where Liz, uh, in that the military case, where every time she kept trying to say something and describe particular, you know, descriptions that just didn't fit the military process, how Judge Coons was like, eh. mm-hmm. no, <laughs> yeah. not you are the weakest link. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was that was fun because everything. She's like, oh, the jury. She's like, nope, it's a panel. Yeah, <laughs> yes, but th- three o'clock. No, fifteen hundred hours. Like everything. It was Coon is a Coon is a straight shooter. And one, you know, those faces, she gives equal time to the mistakes as she does the things that she likes, because when uh, they came back with the fact that he can't no, he can no longer assert the fifth due to the pardon. And here is the court case in which that is precedent. She was like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) She was like, proceed. (laughs) Yeah. It almost makes you wonder. I wonder how Judge Kuhn would react if she got a memo 618. Mm -hmm. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up with some winners and losers. Let's hit those losers first. Keen. Uh my losers are those superstars. How the fuck do you go <laughs> on vacation and lose uh, 1.5 million in a card game? Right? Insanity. Sure. Terrible money management. Terrible. Yeah. And not to mention bad poker skills. Tia. Oh. Uh I'm going to say the army dude. He's a horrible 
horrible person. <laughs> the war criminal? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> say, like, let me think about this. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah, maybe the, the war criminal is everybody's loser. <laughs> uh, but that's a good one. Tia, Jack? Uh, I kind of say Marissa. Uh, it feels mm. like rich people just come into a workplace and swoop her friends away. <laughs> you know, first she lost Maya, and now she's still buds with Luca. But I don't know if you're if you're in a tug of war with Bianca. Yeah, I think seriously, Bianca's gonna win. Yeah, uh, my loser, other than war criminal, uh, I think I am going to. Oh, I just lost it, and I scrolled too goddamn far. Um, you know, I'll stick with war criminal. <laughs> For, for the loser and that is uh losers let's hit the winners uh jack you know i think you got to give it up for the war criminal he had a goal <laughs> and he accomplished it no, no, no. oh man uh, uh, i think my winner uh for this is uh caleb uh, because we did get to see that in addition to like being like uh i know i know that we're not all fans of caleb uh but uh, I think we've gotten to see that, you know, while he is just sort of being treated as a lawyer, he's or, or as a spy, he's not a bad lawyer. Like, he is good at being a lawyer, you know, gets his friend uh, out of that military situation. And as much as Liz is definitely lowering herself for this fling or relationship, whatever, that means Caleb is hooking up with someone way out of his league. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's a win for him. I, I You know, whether we think it's good or not, objectively that's a win yeah yeah i'm just gonna uh jump in real quick with my actual loser uh and that was the people in front of julius the scumbags that expected the oh, continuances yeah. uh and got rocket docketed by uh oh, judge yeah. julius kane uh winner mm -hmm. tia uh my winner is gonna be luca because she literally won <laughs> like yeah. she won oh, yeah. a lot like yeah. And, you know, she has a new friend. She gets to go to the islands uh, and she's good at poker, even when she's not trying to be good at poker, mm -hmm. which is mm -hmm. amazing. So, that is yeah. a life changing <laughs> amount of money. Yeah. Or for me, that's like several lifetimes changing worth of amount of, yeah. of money. Like it's insane. Uh, and she won it in a lucky hand of poker. <laughs> What's yeah. that? Uh, the Titanic thing. I won my ticket on Titanic in a lucky hand of poker. Um, Keen, winner. Uh, my winner was just taken. Uh, so that's a, this is going to be a toughie. Mm -hmm. um, I think I would have to say uh, probably the visitor. Uh, because for a, for a guy who you're not supposed to know who he is, uh, he's getting seen a lot, um, and I want to know how many fucking visitor tags he has. Right. As soon as, <laughs> as, soon as he's one, it's like a fucking bug with a, or not a bug. What is the gecko? I don't know. You cut one, <laughs> one, one fucking visitor tag off. No one just. Oh, okay. Uh, up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, and me, uh, my winner is Judge Julius Kane for following his gut following his yeah. heart and his life's ambition to be a good judge. Uh, I, pr I expressed in the previous episode with, uh, with Tia that I have concerns about Julius, uh, his safety, his well-being. Uh, if he makes that turn, he made that turn in this episode. So I'm, I'm a little worried for what that means for him. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit more about that in the next episode. All right. Thank you, Keen. Thank you, Tia. Thank you, Jack. Thank you all for listening. Bye.